Woody, we have a situation. I am not a toy. I was made for soup, salad, maybe chili, and then the trash. Buzz, we've got to get Forky. Affirmative. Hits 106 KHQ. What is happening out there? Tyler Woods here on the podcast where we talk nothing but movies. And sitting down with me today is a very special guest in the local community. It is Red Hot Best, local comedian, second place, Marty Martha Johnson. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing on this beautiful day? I am doing okay. I'm a little bit confused, though, because this is Sunday, and I do recall that the weather was supposed to be rainy and possible thunderstorms. Weather guys, what's going on out? there come on i mean were you dating storm from the x-men and then he was uh, dating gale force (laughs) (laughs) so second place marty second place two years in a row two years in a row red hot when you're hot you're hot i know your work that doesn't seem right what's going on (laughs) hey i'm just happy to be chosen but Maybe they'll be next year. They took the comedian category out this year. For They probably added another category or two. But next year, I'm hoping for a chance at it again. Who's the funniest lady in northern <laughs> Michigan? How about that? Thanks, That's the Tyler. Yes, it'd be Marty Johnson. The comedian life. I mean, what is that like? I want to hear it all. I want to hear the works you know, when it comes to making up jokes, to performing, and then like you know what you do in your downtime. What is that like for a comedian? So I write my own jokes. I am um, dating, living in northern Michigan, Family, weather, there's all kinds of fodder and material. Um, I've done Second City in Chicago. I opened for Leanne Morgan at Interlochen wow. in 2010, Nickelodeon's Funniest Mom. <laughs> I had my own comedy festival above Red Ginger. Um, I was on stage at the State Theater uh, winter of 2015 during the comedy festival. I got selected because I was single. They were looking for single folks. I've traveled to Grand Rapids. I won a, um, I tied third place in Frankenmuth in January at a comedy competition. And when I'm not doing stand-up, I'm driving for Uber, the comedy cab, and I work full-time as a recruiter for HVAC and packaging and engineering. Oh, okay. Now, I also found this out, and this is a little bit... I, I tried searching everywhere for it, but I can only find the Facebook page of it. You are involved in a movie called Pepper's Grove. I'm involved in a movie called Prepper's Grove. Prepper's Grove. Prepper's Grove. I'm playing the mistress of ceremonies and the mayor's wife. Uh, We shot the film in Charlevoix and Saginaw, and it is supposed to premiere in Las Vegas in September. I have a a couple parts in a very interesting horror movie. Horror movie? Horror movie, You're a comedy. You are a comedian. But I I am an actress. (laughs) I'm the mistress of ceremonies and the mayor's wife. So, um, but yes, it's a horror movie, and um, it was very exciting to be a part of that and audition, and it's a good time. A little fun thing about I found with this Facebook page. There are a lot of shirtless men models in this uh, (laughs) little production over here. In fact, right there, if you were to look for uh, Prepper's Grove, there is a shirtless man with, like, I don't know, more pecs than Taylor Lautner on there. I mean, what's that all about? Are we going to see? They had a bodybuilding competition and a uh, beauty pageant. So there's a lot of outstanding, stellar, very buff, good-looking, six-pack, 12-pack, (laughs) 8-pack abs guys. So did you get all that later? Yeah, <laughs> let me know. I can make a warm introduction. I'm thinking Fifty Shades of Grey with all that stuff, right? Right. Now. <laughs> all right, but yeah, you said Uber driver. You like uh, what, what's it called again? I just started driving for Uber, and when my guests get in, I say, "Welcome to the comedy cab." I tell them all the hot spots to go to. I tell them a few jokes, get tipped very well, and have 
have a good time, and I'm going to be getting a lot of requests in the next two weeks. Awesome. It's going to be very and, uh, busy. We're, here we are. We're talking about movies. Toy Story Four. Love Toy Story movies. Toy Story. Love 4. movies. I never would have thought there would be another Toy Story movie because you think it would be all wrapped up after that last one, right? But there's always another story. There's always a new character, too. There's always a new chapter in your story. Absolutely. Toy Story. I mean, if there is one thing I will not forgive this franchise is that it always, always ends on a great fulfillment in each of these installments. It kind of feels like Disney refuses to let its audiences grow up a little bit, I guess is a way to put it. Yeah, because we're always a kid at heart. Even if you're 2 or 75 or 90 and you go to Disney or you watch a Disney movie, there's something there for everyone. Or you're it's like, making uh, memories. I mean, I remember taking my niece and nephew to the Toy Story movies, and my sister and I actually talked about it today. And uh, so, have you seen the movie? Not yet. What? All right, we are stopping this right yeah, now. Okay, we are going to watch it. Marty, I'm treating you to a movie right now. Okay, excellent. A few moments later. All right, we are back. We just found out Marty hadn't seen the movie yet. We found an available time, caught the movie, now we're back. We're, what, what were we talking about before we found out this? We were we were talking about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, movies, comedy. I think we were talking about just like, you know, Toy Story in general. Yes. Fact, like, you know, how it just became a part, you know, of our lives. Like you were taking your nieces and nephews, you know, to the film when it first came out. Yeah, and you buying know, all the little toys and trinkets and stuffed animals and dusting off Mr. Potato Head, you know, and... I got great uh, stories actually about that in relation to it. In fact, let me just go right to the beginning. I remember when Toy Story first appeared in my life. It was, man, I got to say 1995. I might have been six or seven years old. I just got done with a doctor's appointment, and upon driving home, the billboard guys were just finishing putting something on the advertisement board that said, coming soon, Disney, Pixar, Toy Story. And it didn't look all that special to me. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. Because all it featured was like a cowboy. It looks like a guy with a big dome in some kind of astronaut suit. Right. A, uh, a little pink uh, girl who looks like a sheep herder, Mr. Potato Head. I was six or seven years old. I was well beyond all that stuff because, I, I, man, what was I into that, that phase? I think I was into more space action soldier stuff or something well anyway yeah remember the plastic um army guys yeah 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 we had those growing up we had lincoln logs and tinker toys and those little plastic they come in those buckets yeah you go see the movie and it's like oh my gosh it's so cool because i had that you know i remember my friend um when uh see i used to live in texas fort worth texas and so no matter what time of day it was, that sun is always going to be hot. And after school, I would uh, go hang out with him at his grandma's house while my mom was working over at Texas Christian University as a ballet professor. And he had this whole bucket of army men toys and a magnifying glass. Oh. And we would go out and have some fun. <laughs> you know what I mean. Plastic cowboys and Indians. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. But, you know, it was after that billboard. Uh, a few, uh, man, I, I can't even remember, but I recall a somewhat, and Disney would always do this on their VHS releases back then. They always put a behind the scenes footage of what is to come in theaters, and they had somewhat of a little short, probably five minute documentary about Toy Story, like what is to come. And then I watch it and I go, wow, this actually looks fascinating, superb. I've never seen animation of this quality. I didn't say that because, I mean, 
we're still used to like 2D hand drawn animation sure. at its best. But yeah, I mean, this looked absolutely cool. Uh, so the day came, it was released. Toy Story in theaters right now. And yes, loved it. Everything about it. It was one of my all-time favorite movie experiences. And yes, being a kid, I bought into the merch. I had the Buzz Lightyear PJs and the, the, the big doll. We had a Disney store at the, at the uh, Fort Worth Mall. Oh, and I begged my mom. Those were really popular. Oh, my gosh. You have no idea. Why we, don't we I, have a Disney store here? We used to have a Disney store really? here. When? It was at the Grand Traverse Mall years ago when the mall was pre-Amazon days. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. yes, you're right. I do I remember. My, I got my niece and nephew all that kind of Disney stuff. Right, because we would vacation up here and there would be a Disney store. It was a, a fantastic store. Disney I forgot store. about that. Pla- well, oh, my word. Yeah, it was a while ago. Mm. So I got the big doll. And then uh, I think for Christmas, I got a little action figure Buzz Lightyear. I was all about Buzz Lightyear. Why? Because I was into astronomy space stuff i loved like my parents got me a telescope and with those clear texan nights you can just go out there and you know just gaze at the beautiful stars and so here i am with buzz like you're like you know man i'm gonna be an astronaut when i grow up you say i I had no idea what i wanted to do you know as a kid your imagination my imagination what do i want to do yeah absolutely. i want to go walk on the moon actually you want to know what i first wanted to be the very first career choice i ever picked what was it this is going to be a shocker to you but I wanted to be a conductor on an orchestra. Interesting. Yeah. And w- the reason why is because one of the first films I remember in my youth was Fantasia. Oh, and absolutely. I loved the silhouette man, who I would know later as Leopold Tchaikovsky, you know, just doing It's like, I want to do that. That's amazing. And then my father bought me a Batman comic book and go, I want to be Batman. <laughs> my sister and I had um, a record player with um, a music or um, a record with a wand, and we played Conductor, too. That was pretty fun back then. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody has a little taste of that. With this Buzz Lightyear action figure, I got a little bit off topic here, and you're going to love this. Uh, This is a story where I got in trouble, and Toy Story is to blame. I took the Buzz Lightyear figure, and I took a little, you know, yarn string tape and put it on the ceiling fan (laughs) of my room, and I cranked it on. Full blast. Shortly after, my mom hears a crash, a smash, followed up with the whole uh, dead in his office thing. It's like, what the hell was that noise? See, he's a, he's from Louisiana, but he too grew up in Texas when his family moved there. So yeah. <laughs> whenever I remember my old man, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> so mom comes running in. Yes, she finds that the toy had flung off, uh, you know, with the string. Like, yep. you know, the tape wore off the fan, crashed through the top window frame. Uh-oh. And it got a little bit worse uh, than that. You see, my mom had bought a new hummingbird glass feeder at that time. Oh, and I love hummingbirds. Yeah, Uh-oh. The toy kind of crashed into that, too, like cracking it as well. Dad. Uh, is aware of the situation. He looks the hum at me. and the buzz. Oh gosh! He goes, "What the hell were you thinking?" And you Ma- weren't thinking, <laughs> Marty. I would do anything. I would say anything. You know, a six or seven, eight year old boy would tell his parents to get out of trouble. It was my two year old brother. He did it. I told him not to do That's it. Right? <laughs> it wasn't me. I told him not to do it. He, and here he is, climbing on it, taking tape and string, tying it around. I don't know how he learned how to tie, but <laughs> we should be absolutely fascinated with the fact that he, he he's starting to somehow learn how to tie his shoes. There you go. I guess. <laughs> 
Of course, they didn't believe me. <laughs> you know, that's that's the fun thing about kids. We're willing to lie to get out of trouble. I always blame the sibling anyway. <laughs> did you ever had something like that? Oh, yeah, I didn't do it. Marianne did it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Martha did it. <laughs> Heck yes. Oh, boy. But, yeah, those those are good times. I love looking at, like, you know, all the trouble I got into as a kid. And it's like, you know what? That was pretty fun. It was well worth the punishment. The uh, three days of ground. With, good uh, stories grounded. to talk about for sure. No TV. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, so the hype for Toy Story 4, there was actually a hype for this as soon as it was announced. Well, sure. It was five years ago. It came forward, or Disney came forward saying that they were going to be making a fourth Toy Story film. I was confused by this. Were you? Not really, because I think you could add a character or two, like Fork. Is it Forky? Yeah, Forky. Yeah, I mean, but a spork with a pipe cleaner. I don't understand why they call him, don't call him Sporky. He's Forky, but when you add a character, you can keep it going, you know? But yeah. what about Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, Mr. Potato Head. Don Rickles, the legend. Oh, my gosh. The man, the myth, the legend. So the hilarious. Antagonizer to Johnny Carson. <laughs> if you've ever. You can oh, actually. Oh, yeah. I would recommend you YouTube that right now. It was absolutely. Absolutely. Like, there's this bit oh, about I've the YouTubed, cigar boss. I've uh, YouTubed it before. The cigar it's box. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Did you, you remember that uh, that cigar box fiasco with Johnny I, Carson? I and don't Don think Rickles? so. Okay, so so Johnny Carson has a substitute, and I think Don Rickles was a guest, and Johnny Carson would have this uh, cigar box, and apparently he broke it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Johnny Carson comes on the next day. And he is confused and baffled by why his cigar box is broken. And then it's revealed that Don Rickles uh, broke, broke it. it. And he was filming, a, he was involved with a show back in that time where he was a, a military police officer. I can't remember what it was called. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he was filming a show like down the hallway and Johnny Carson is like, Are they on the air? I don't give a damn if they're on the air. Open it up. Rickles. Rickle, hold, stop the taping. Stop the taping. Somebody broke my cigarette box. Come here. Don Rickles breaks down. No, but I'm sorry about the box. Well, so I, am I. I. I will come up with something. Well, I hope so. But just keep me on your show. You mean so much to me. Certainly. No, 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 no. Don't, don't humble yourself in front of these people. Oh, Don Rickles. He's the voice of Mr. Potato Head, but he passed away two years ago. Yes. But according he to was Pixar, a legend. He was. He was oh a, he hilarious. Was, was he like one of your inspirations of becoming a comedian? Um, I would say Robin Williams. Ah. Is one of my. He was one of my favorites, but my gosh, Roddy Dangerfield, Johnny Carson, <laughs> Johnny Carson, plus you've got Ed McMahon's laugh in the background. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Phyllis Stiller, Joan Rivers. I've had so much plastic surgery, they can donate my face to the <laughs> Rubbermaid factory oh. <laughs> or Tupperware. Tupperware, Rubbermaid, whatever. Right. Oh, the great Don Rickles. He will be missed. He will be missed. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I heard, actually, that uh, Pixar managed to acquire some uh, audio uh, sessions with him. Awesome. And they actually put him into uh, the movie uh, as Mr. Potato Head because a little bit of a spoiler. Mr. Potato Head does make an appearance, and he does talk, but it's archival audio of But isn't that cool that they could do that, though? It is a little bit, but... It's only like one line Little snippet, just one line after Mr. Potato Head has been in Toy Story, you know, since like the you remember his since role the in the first movie. He's like, 
you know, against Woody coming back to Andy's room. And here he is uh, helping to save Woody in the second film to, you know, busting out, you know, he had to, what was it, take uh, Mr. Potato Head's uh, body parts and put it on, like, a cucumber or something. You would not believe what I've been through tonight. <laughs> I'm just like, that's it's awesome. So that's awesome. And here it's like, you know, there's hardly any Mr. Potato Head. And you you see him, he has one line, and but that's it. But they do they do kind of make up for that with this beautiful tribute to uh, Don Rickles. And I did awesome. kind of appreciate that, even though it kind of made me, it's like, what was the point of, of that? I mean, just show Mr. Potato Head and, that, you know, reveal why. Don't, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a complicated thing. I guess they did the best they could. On That's that. all you can do. I can't judge the film on that, I guess. But uh, yeah, it was, I, I can't believe it's been five years. I can't they, either. They wanted to release it, I remember back in 2017, but they had, Disney had already plans to put out more movies out there and they didn't want to overshadow, uh, I guess, their own creation because they know Toy Story would knock it out of the park you know, right then. But uh, they just wanted to give their original animation, I guess, like, you know, some room to breathe and like you know acquire their own kind of uh, fan they base have their see, strategy for sure they can hit lightning uh for the i don't know eighteen thousand time or something <laughs> <laughs> uh did you know it's also their 24th anniversary i didn't know that yeah, toy story is like uh, you know 24 years old they would have waited one more year would have been perfect I think it would have been 25th do you think there'll be another one? Oh, well you know what we'll talk more on that later after okay. we've uh reviewed that but i um i remember other news coming about the uh, Toy Story 4 movie. Uh, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, they were interviewed after their recording sessions uh, for their roles as Woody and Buzz Lightyear. And both of them came up saying that this movie, packed tissues, we choked up. We choked up with the uh, ending wrap-up of Toy Story 4. It is going to be a emotional ride for audiences. I'm going, oh boy. I cried a lot. I've cried a lot of Disney movies. What was your, what uh, What was the most devastating? Oh my gosh, I didn't Or was it a happy cry, it. I guess? It was, a ha- it was a happy cry, you know? And you always know that there's going to be another one. There's going to be a, a sequel or another another movie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I think uh, someone said... What was it? You you gotta make a project, but make it seem like it's fulfilled. I think it was one of the Pixar creators. They said something like that. Hold on, I think I, I found a quote somewhere of it. Who's who said that? I don't know. I have to look it up. And yeah, we gotta look it up here. Thanks for the Buzz Lightyear keychain. Oh by yeah, the that's way. right. I got that's her good. a little gift, a little it's vinyl really pop cool. Buzz Lightyear keychain. I love Buzz Lightyear. That's I my favorite too. character of all. Mark Nielsen. He said uh, it's. They didn't rule out a possibility of a fifth film, uh, but... Uh, It'll be a while, I'm sure. He stated that every time they make a film, uh, they'll treat it uh, like it's the first and last. And then they'll see, like, you know, what comes later. Interesting. If it will work. I think that's a good strategy, though, you know? It is somewhat of a good strategy. But I hate, I hate it. It's like, it, it, it kind of annoys annoys us when you do that all the time with the same franchise, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, that's it. Goodbye. Well, we've been talking, and it looks like we're going to bring it back. <laughs> it's like, come on! Oh, you already broke my heart once. Now you got to do it again. 
Oh, more I, on this Toy Story 4 hype. We had, uh, Northern Michigan had the comfort of knowing that one of the stars of the movie was going to be here in Northern Michigan. Sutton's Bay, no less. The Bay Community He lives Theater. out in that area. He Tim does. Allen. Tim Allen. The man, the myth, the tool man. Legend. Yeah, he was, uh, he was in town recently, a few days ago. And in fact, I think he's still in town. Was he? He's in town. Well, I think he has a home in Northport and Omina, and somebody posted on Crackbook, Facebook, that they ran into him at Jimmy John's. <laughs> and then somebody else ran into him a while back at one of the gas stations. So he's around, you know, oh, who you wouldn't go. want to be around here in the summertime? Yeah, so it was announced that uh, tickets were on sale for this event. You know, Tim Allen, early showing at Toy Story 4 over in Sutton's Bay, the Bay Community Theater. And wouldn't you know it, tickets sell out in like under an hour. Of course. That is... By the time I saw it, they were sold out. No- no, right? It's like, how, how is that possible? I mean, the news broke the story, and it sells out like you know that. I, what, you know what I'm thinking? I'm calling collusion on this, Marty. I I'm think- calling that they got to they got in touch with all the community members with the Bay Theater first because <laughs> yeah. people were begging and pleading. And they call, they called. Please, their family I members. want a ticket for my nephew and myself to go. It's too bad they couldn't have had another couple nights of it. Oh, they should redo that over with the upcoming um, film festival, I believe. Would that be cool? Man, that would be cool if they were to put that, you know, uh, film on the bay. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Oh, gosh, That'd be so cool. That would be so awesome. I mean, come on. Local flavor. If anyone from the film festival is listening in, make that happen. I know you can. Don't tell me you can't. I believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fantastic. Uh, I wonder what my dream is, Marty, to have a sit-down... Uh, session and do a funny commentary mystery science theater 3000 with tim allen my dad and myself over galaxy quest that is my all-time favorite tim put it allen out there movie. in the universe maybe it'll happen maybe it'll happen hopefully fingers crossed let's review the movie right now this is directed by i would say uh you know new to the director scene he's more of a screenplay artist uh his name is josh cooley he's been involved with a lot of disney pixar uh projects such as the incredibles inside outs even cars 2 and of course we all know how everyone loves cars 2 we pretend it didn't happen anyway (laughs) but uh for toy story 4 here we are nine years later from the last uh, installment Toy Story 3. We all know how Pixar loves to make audiences, you know, feel those emotions during their features and get ready because the emotional ride is throughout this entire film. I mean, right, as soon as it gets started, I'm starting to tear up right now and I'm like, darn it! This is the only negative thing I can ever say about a Toy Story film. Quit making me cry! All right, I'm right. A, I'm a 31 year old man. I shouldn't be crying like this. Not only that, I mean, does it get very emotional and well entertaining with the emotional ride you're going to be seeing here? There are fun, fascinating characters to add to the franchise. Uh, the story is moving and still keeps up with that whole human nature narrative of what each of these films have been showing us. Uh, we have an ensemble of great voice talent from Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Annie Potts. You know Annie Potts from uh, as Irma from the Ghostbusters. Yes. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Exactly. Keegan Michael Key, Jordan Peele, and uh, of course John Ratzenberger still lending his voice. We yep. all know him as the male guy from Cheers. Absolutely. And I also remember him. Not only he plays the pig Ham, 
Uh, but I will always remember him as playing the abominable snowman in uh, Monsters, Inc. Yes. He's like, welcome to the Himalayas. That's awesome. You do that well. <laughs> I do. I've been studying. I wanted to be a voice actor, but then I found radio. I'm still open to the facts of doing uh, hey, you could, voice acting. You could do a little of that. Why not? Yeah, definitely. I would love to find my voice on the other end of a Japanese anime character. That would be amazing. Somebody make that happen, please. Anyway, um, so one of these new characters is uh, Forky, and he's played by Tony Hale. Tony Hale is, uh, you remember him from Arrested Development, It now currently owned by Netflix as... Uh, the guy missing... I, okay, I've never seen the show, Arrested Development, I know. Can't but say I, I have either, sorry. In the little bits I have seen him in, he is absolutely hysterical and funny. And you want to know who's also in this uh, film, by the way? When I say that there is... Earlier, when we were talking about, after seeing the film, Marty, that you know there were a lot of cast members in there. I already looked further into this. But Timothy Dalton is in this movie. Is he? Yes. He has a short appearance in here. Betty White is also I in this Betty movie. I love Betty White. Even more legendary. I'm sorry. I know Don Rickles is great. But this man is still legendary. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. No kidding. I can't believe you didn't catch that in there. Uh, but yes, uh, they're, they're just like, you know, extras. You know, cameos. Easter eggs. Uh, fun for the audiences to point out. And it was absolutely great to hear those voices. I have this knack to like hear. It's like, that sounds familiar. Who do I know? Exactly. Whose voice is Who that? Is that? <laughs> I know that voice. Oh, but like I said, this film is packed with all kinds of Easter eggs. There's even, uh, for you diehard Pixar fans out there, there's a character called Tinny. He's in this uh, somewhat... Uh, slot machine. You remember seeing him uh, as soon as Bo Peep like knocked on the door and you see like this little tin soldier guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently this is the same character that got Pixar on the map back in the late 80s when they came out with their first 3D short film animation and Disney like, you know, took a look at that and goes, hey, you know what? I want you guys to start making a movie. And that's how Toy Story, that was the first stage of Toy Story Interesting. Uh, to go into play. You should definitely look that up for I'm you uh, diehard uh, CG animated fans out definitely. there. Definitely. Um, now, let's talk about how you are going to love this. If you have been with Toy Story as far back as I have, back at seven years old, you're going to love it. You've got kids, they are definitely going to love it. And the ending, once again, feels wrapped up, but still open-ended. But it's satisfying enough. There might be more. Not sure. They should bring Ken and Barbie to the and the Barbie camper. Yeah, they it. were they were in the last movie, but they didn't. Uh, they they didn't could add more they, to they, that. The Barbie character did make a short little appearance. Not sure if you caught that, but you know, no speaking, no speaking role in that. And of course, you had Ken as uh, Michael Keaton was Ken back oh, in yeah? Toy Story three, and you cut him out. Oh come on! But I guess they made up with it with Keanu Reeves as uh, uh, what man? I can't remember his character's name. Um, Duke. Mc Boom or something? I uh, he, He's a Canadian stunts uh, guy. Let me look it up over here. Duke Kaboom. That Duke was, Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. That's who it was. All right. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is in there. And yes, there are a couple of Keanu Reeves moments, like the whole Matrix. Whoa. Yeah, that happens uh, right there towards the end. So yeah, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but I mean, it's got nothing to do with, like, you know, what's revealed. I mean, I'm not, you know, you know going to spoil the story for you. The story, I will say, I you know, I will... Stay true to it. It was definitely moving. I, I loved uh, this story. Um, negative things I found 
Yes, yes, I know you're gonna like, what What negative things? I thought you said this movie's good. Yes, yes, but I mean, to call it pitch perfect, that's still stretching it a little bit. I mean, no film is without its flaws sure. and mistakes. I know, it's animation, but sometimes you gotta say, come on, come on! There are quite a few plot conveniences. I'm not sure if you caught that. It kind of felt like some kind of invisible hand was pushing the film, you know, to get on mm -hmm. going. Like, there's... You know, there's a quest that these characters have got to get done to advance the plot, and it just happens. I, I kind of hate that. That's a little bit of a cop-out, or how uh, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool likes to say, Oh, that's just lazy writing. Uh, final verdict on uh, Toy Story 4. I will say, this started out as an unnecessary sequel, but it's good. It's a good sequel, but it still feels, uh, it still retains that little bit of unnecessariness. So final verdict... While it's well done, premium entertainment, emotional, still holds to that whole human nature element. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, might be best to put money down as a matinee price ticket because the film is only 100 minutes. That's an hour and oh, 40 minutes. Oh, it only minutes. is 100 minutes. Yeah, yeah, see? I mean, it's it's not that long. And that's not the longest Toy Story 4 movie. I think Toy Story 3 was the longest one. You might as well be putting your money on a, you know, a standard... IMAX. It might be at the drive-in, too, down at the Cherry Oh, Bowl. yeah, that, too. I would definitely take That's your folks. That's worth checking out. Yeah, definitely you know? take the kids and your folks, your grandparents, your grandpappy, Heck your great yes. aunt. Take everybody to go see this movie at the Cherry Bowl. Man, I, do, I still go to the Cherry Bowl. I That's love awesome. the Cherry Bowl. Oh, my gosh. It's a standard matinee feature. I mean, if you want to, you know, hold on to your budgets, you want to get budget-friendly, standard matinee, and you'll still have fun with it. But it's still a very well-done film. I gave it two thumbs up. Awesome. All right, Marty. So, what did you think about the movie? I like the fact that they introduced Sporky. And they're leaving it open for maybe another one. And I can kind of relate because it's kind of a pseudo-midlife crisis going on in there. You know, yeah, you're absolutely right. There is somewhat of a... It, it, that's where the human nature element comes in. Absolutely. It is very relatable. What did you think about the Gabby character, actually? She was, to me, she was more of a tragic. I mean, she wanted, uh, she wanted to be, you know, accepted by kids, but apparently she's the antagonist here in this film. I mean, no spoilers here, but uh, I kind of felt sorry for her. Yeah, because everybody wants to be accepted, you know, and that's, Disney has a good job of tugging at your heartstrings with their different characters, you know? Yeah. They're really good at it. But sometimes they kind of make them, like, you know, too one-dimensional. But I love, actually, what they did to Gabby. They made me, you know, feel sorry for her. They made me hate her. And, a lot you know, of emotions. Yeah, just a lot of emotions with this character. Gabby's one of those characters you're definitely going to love. As well as Forky. Forky, my God, with his simpleness because he was Absolutely. just born. He, he does the whole, like, oh, yeah, I've known Woody my whole life. Two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good I mean, That's good stuff. That is good stuff. I loved it. There are a lot of funny jokes. I mean, what did you think about those jokes? They're really good. They're I love jokes. <laughs> oh, man. But They're quick-witted. Quick-witted. Uh, if there was one thing you could say uh, about this movie, like one of your favorite things about that movie, um, what exactly would it be? Boy, that's a toughie. The RV? Oh, the, the road uh, trip? Yes, the uh, the RV thing, yes, uh, because... in the antique store? Uh, has got to be... Uh, you, you think that this is just a throwaway scene with the RV. I, I, I loved it. Uh, but the uh, the toys were, like, messing with the, the GPS and the, f <laughs> the fuel. 
execution on this kind of make it stop and go like they have control of the rv and everything okay that was a little bit of a spoiler but still sorry yeah a little bit of a spoiler <laughs> yeah go sorry. see the movie anyway. sorry to put you on the spot marty i mean you're, that's you're probably, all right you're probably not as like you know keen to reviewing movies like me i mean i'm th- not but i is, appreciate the me. opportunity i want to talk about everything about these movies but <laughs> this is like a final say i will say that for the future of toy story it is not over Never. I don't think so either. Even though we did reveal what Mark Nielsen has said about the uh, possibility of returning, Annie Potts, who plays Bo Peep, uh, said that it's more than likely she believes a lot of fans will be interested to see what the toys will do next in the movie series. But that's not it. That's not all. I found something out, actually. Oh, boy. Marty, were you uh, part of the uh, flock or flood of people signing up to get Disney Plus? No. No? Okay. No. I'm not falling for it because I know they promised like $6.99 uh, to get your subscription for Disney Plus. But you know what? I know in a year and a half from now, that's going to increase by, I don't know, $13. So there will be like 20 bucks a month for all its content. Because uh, apparently what I found out, one of the first pro- uh, projects or first series, I should say, uh, for Disney Plus will be a spinoff series of 10 episodes starring Forky, and it will tie up some loose questions like what happened to Bo Peep uh, in between um, this movie and the last movie, I I think, if I got that right. If not, then probably like what happened in Toy Story 4, in the very beginning of it. Anyway, uh, with that said, that is our complete review. In fact, no, actually, wait, hold on, Marty, you didn't give us our our final verdict. I mean, would you say this is a matinee or a full price? I'd say a matinee. Definitely. I'd say a matinee or head down to the Cherry Bowl Drive-In in the yeah. Eula Honor area. Yeah, that's right. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, you guess you did gave your final verdict. My yeah. bad on that. No worries. <laughs> All right. Well, Marty, uh, thank you so much for stopping on in. You're funny and beautiful Thank as you always. for happen- having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I would love to have you back on like you know future movie reviews. I would love it. Excellent. Love to be a part of it. Thank we you for having me. We set the date then. All right. Thank you so much. Until then, this is Tyler Woods. To infinity. And beyond!